understanding successful people's mindset is far more important than understanding what they did to get there. Because what they did to get there can change, evolve with time. It can be different. But mindset, what they were thinking, how they were thinking, what was driving them, what was their perceptions and their awareness, that is the juice. That is the magic sauce. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit over 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focused on the visibility game, aka marketing, advertising, PR, and sales. I often say the name of the game is being found, and these tools will help you to do that. We have heard the philosophical question, if the tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? If there's a really, really great product or service and no one knows about it, how great is it really? What impact does it ultimately make? This is where we will go into this month. Looking at visibility, branding, marketing, public relations, sales, being the lifeblood of businesses, building media companies, and so much more. This is probably one of the most exciting and probably the most excruciating topics, but we hope this month to demystify or maybe even vanquish the fear and help and arm you with the tools to be able to increase your visibility. So buckle up and sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Melissa Rodriguez of Social Media Relations. Melissa, super excited to have you on the show. Thank you, Gresh. I'm excited to be here. Yes, excited to hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jump into that, I want to read a little bit more about Melissa so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Melissa is a marketing and advertising specialist and the founder of Social Media Relations out of Los Angeles, California. With over 10 years of experience, she specializes in branding, content production, social media marketing, and public relations. And Melissa holds a BS degrees in global perspective and corporate finance and accounting from Bentley University. And Melissa's contribution to social media relations have contributed to their five-star rating across multiple platforms, including Google, Yelp, and Facebook. A visionary at heart, it is Melissa's mission to take your brand online and create relationships that matter. Super excited again to have you on, Melissa. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am pumped and ready to go. Let's do this. Let's make it happen then. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Amazing. So I have a little bit of an unconventional story in terms of becoming a CEO entrepreneur because I actually went to school for accounting and finance. And as a result, I went into public accounting out of school and I spent about five or six years there in public accounting. And then one day I woke up and decided to quit my job and start a marketing agency. So you can imagine the faces on my LinkedIn. They were like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, one thing to, it's one thing to become an entrepreneur out of the blue, or that's something that's in a related field. It's right. another thing to go from 
an accounting world into a marketing world. So that was a very big drastic. leap. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Talk about a leap of faith. Exactly. Go from a comfy, cozy, six-figure job that I had already figured out to saying to myself, okay, let's start over. Let's lose all the safety net that you got. Let's cash out your 401k, which I did. And let's just dive into this new field that you know nothing about, but that's what's calling you. And I remember the moment too, when it came to me, it was as like, it was like, hey, Melissa, you figured out accounting, which you needed for your experience. Now we want you to figure out marketing. And I remember being like, marketing, really? Like, really? And and it was just like my gut feeling, my intuition is learn more about marketing, learn more about And so it just kept nagging at me. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. If I know marketing and I know accounting, then I'm like two out of the three ways there, right? To building my business. So I dove into marketing while working in corporate. I started to like really brush up on those skills and learn everything I could learn. And then started to get some clients while working a full-time job, which was pretty long days. Awesome. So I wanted to share a little bit more on what you knew about, what you decided to build and grow. Could you take us through a little bit more about your agency, how you're making an impact and serving clients? Yes. So this is another like aha moment that I had a few years after leaving my corporate job. And it was the importance of integrating the experience that you've had in your past into your present. And so I love the question you're asking because it's understanding that there is an integration period. For a long time, I was actually rejecting that experience, thinking to myself that it was no longer serving me, that I had to adopt new skills. But in reality, a lot of the experience that I gained in the first few years of working in corporate was insurmountably valuable because in that time, I experienced incredible trainings. I experienced the ability to learn how to work in a team, but also lead a team and build a team. I experienced what working around really smart individuals was like because I was constantly surrounded by executives and board of directors of Fortune 500 companies. So I understood their lingo, their language, how they spoke, their demeanor, what professionalism looked like, because I did not know that until I started working in corporate. And so I got all these amazing skills in my arsenal. And it was funny because in the beginning, I was rejecting it. I almost wasn't even telling people I used to work in corporate because I was almost ashamed of that background. But it wasn't until I started to really shine a light on that, that I was able to actually like grow and build even faster because I saw how much everything was actually connecting. Yes. So I wanted to hear more about your social media relations. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you serve your clients and what you do there? Absolutely. So we are a full stack, full service agency. So basically we help brands who are usually already established offline and introduce their brand and establish them online. We help them from building their brand messaging, visuals, aesthetics for their social presence, and then building campaigns that really speak with the audience they're trying to reach and amplify those campaigns through mediums of PR, social media ads, radio, television, commercials, you name it, whatever aligns most to their target client and their goals, we help them bring to life. What I realized, and I was from brands who would come to me afterwards saying, we tried this Facebook ad agency. And my, my, my comment was Facebook ads aren't meant for your type of business. And so what I saw was a very big disservice happening to a lot of brands. And I, and it wasn't about it. I was like, no, like one size does not fit all. And if we just try to pigeonhole you into this one service, 
technically we might accept almost anybody, even if it's not for them. And so because I was really much more in a place of service, I wanted to go the extra mile and figure out what made sense for that brand and their audience and build a custom plan for them that really aligned with their goals. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, the business, or a combination of both. But what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? I think that this past year, we actually really tapped into this and uncovered it a little bit more. But I think that what makes us different is the understanding that we are building relationships. And you said it in my bio, and that was extremely intentional as well. I think, like you said, we get caught up in the media and we get caught up in the channels of digital marketing. We get caught up in these fancy little words that we have learned, but we forget the intention behind everything we're doing. And we forget that the whole idea is to build a community. And the only way you can build a community is by building relationships. Gone are the days when like, it's cool to post and not reply to comments. That's not cool anymore. Who, who are you fooling? You're not building a community if you're just talking to your customers and you're not engaging with them. And so for me, our secret sauce is that we know that. We understand that. We're not in the business of just selling or of just creating content to create. We're in the business of building communities, of building relationships in a completely new forum that is still something that people are still trying to wrap their heads around but it's in a digital forum and it's possible and it exists. But I don't think a lot of brands have figured it out. Some have, but not all of them. And you're talking a lot about customer journey and getting in tune with the customer journey, caring about that customer journey and being intentional about their journey before, before they become your customer, when they're your customer and after they're your customer. Because there's a whole, like a whole trail of this. Awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? My personal hack is really meditation. I'm sure a lot of CEOs you've had on this podcast have shared that at one point or another. And I was trying to go away from it and share another one, but I just couldn't because I know if anyone that's listening to this podcast, they're probably already an overachiever. You're already doing the right things. You're working hard. And so often we're not told to actually unplug and ground and connect with ourselves. So the power of meditation is that it gives you insight into the next step. And it also connects you so that you can make decisions in the, on the fly, in the moment, that you're much clearer about the decisions that need to be made. So you, you gifting yourself 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever fits for you, you gifting yourself those 20 minutes a day allows you to be a 100% better leader throughout the day. Gifting yourself and using the give and take idea and concept, crucial. It's absolutely crucial. If all you're doing is giving and not receiving, you are not going to be able to receive that incredible contract that you're waiting for. You're not going to be in a place of receiving the opportunities of a podcast or a new project. You have to practice receiving and giving yourself. I absolutely love that. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. This is a good one. So a lot of times we're looking for, we're looking for the techniques. 
We're looking for the steps to success. We're looking for how did you do it? How many people did you call? How many emails did you send? What we're not looking at is the mindset. And so it's funny to think about how quickly somebody will take notes when they try to tell you the steps to success, but how fast they are also to stop taking notes the moment you start telling them about your mindset. But the reality is understanding successful people's mindset is far more important than understanding what they did to get there. Because what they did to get there can change, evolve with time. It can be different. But mindset, what they were thinking, how they were thinking, what what was driving them, what was their perceptions and their awareness, that is the juice. That is the magic sauce. That Once you understand that mindset and you understand the frequency of abundance and wealth and success, once you understand how to tap into that mindset, you will do whatever it takes to get there because you will already be tapped into that energy and that frequency and that level of success because you know the mindset of it. And everything else is just, they're just like child's play. And I wish someone had told me that. I wish someone had said, Melissa, it's more important to understand the mindset of a successful person than it is to understand the five different careers they had before they got there because those things didn't matter. It was how they were thinking along the way that mattered. Absolutely. Appreciate that. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we might have touched on this, but this is basically a definition and perspective of what you think being a CEO means to you. So Melissa, what does being a CEO mean to you? So interesting because I always, I manifested being a CEO. I wrote it down. I was like, one day I'm going to be a CEO. And I used to think of a CEO, this person sitting in a big company and like having a nice like corner office with glass and a big view and a lot of power and a really good bank account. <laughs> and, and it's what I think a lot of us think when we're starting the journey, like that's what's going to be like when we're on CEO. Oh my gosh. I couldn't be more wrong. There's aspects that are real, right? There's aspects. Like you can have a nice office. You can have a good bank account. But it's not, that's not what a CEO is at all. A CEO is a servant leader in my perspective. It's actually a, a person, a leader who, ser- who services their team, who is supportive of their team, and who removes any barrier that they possibly can, any obstacle that is in the way of their team doing the best possible job. And so we're no longer the leaders that are setting, like, this is how it's going to be done. It's this way or the highway. We're no longer those type of leaders, or that's not what we're being called to be anymore. We're being called to be servant leaders that empower, that coach, that educate our future. And I encourage everyone that works for me, I encourage them all to be their own version of entrepreneurs, whether it's within the company or one day they go out. I really encourage it. I say, you're the entrepreneur of your role. You're the leader of whatever project you're doing. You're the entrepreneur of that project because now I'm teaching them how to think, how to be critically thinking about their work, but also how to develop the mindset that it takes to be an entrepreneur so that I don't leave them hanging if they go out into the real world and start trying to do their own business one day. Absolutely appreciate that, Melissa. And I, of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and team are working on. They can add me on LinkedIn, Melissa Rodriguez, or they can find me on Instagram, Melissa R-I-N-C, Inc. And then I have a couple of other channels, but if you find me there, you'll find the other channels. 
Oh, and our website, I guess, smrelations.com or melrodriguezandco.com. Awesome. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.